Welcome to this special bonus episode of Unlikable Female Characters. I'm Lane Fargo, and I'm here with Kristen LaBianca. Hello. And Wendy Hurd. Hello. And we just wanted to do a quick little episode where we're going to talk about the various things that are helping us keep our shit together in this dumpster fire of a year. So some of these are like more kind of productivity tips, but some of them are just things that are keeping us from like screaming all day, every day. I mean, we still scream sometimes, but like you can't do it all day, every day. So we need things that keep us a little sane and calm. So Kristen, you want to kick us off? Yes. um, The first one that I would like to talk about is a book that I read not long ago. It's called The Art of Showing Up by Rachel Wilkerson Miller. And um, this book is amazing. So it is partly about like how to show up for your friends, like just how to be there, how to be a good friend. And part of it is like how to show up for yourself and to like create boundaries and practice self-care. And it's like, that might not sound like a particularly revolutionary concept, but this book is so like it's written with such a warm heart and it's really good for like when you have like we, we you're in a situation and you're like I don't know exactly what to do like this book will tell you and this would have been really useful to me at some other particularly low points in my life where it sort of goes over like here is how to tell people about a terrible thing that's happening to you or here is how to tell people that you need space from them or here is how to care for yourself when you literally can't um and it's just really it's just lovely and comforting and i wish that i had had this book like when i was 20 (laughs) it would have saved a lot of trouble that sounds amazing yeah it's fabulous okay we all need that book i know i'm like getting my shopping cart ready while we're talking i'm like (laughs) this is going to be an expensive conversation i think so yeah yeah highly highly recommended (laughs) Well, I have a thing that's free, which um, I've been watching a lot of YouTube videos by this author, Sarah Cannon. I don't know if you guys have heard of her. She's a indie published romance author, um, but she does these YouTube videos where I think she has courses and stuff as well, but I've just been watching the videos so far where she talks about her like goal setting, productivity process, like just sort of how she runs her business Um and she's so smart. She has all these amazing systems that I've been trying to adopt for myself. The main one of which is a quarterly goal setting process where you identify just three main goals per quarter and then you kind of like ignore everything else for that quarter and just focus on those three things. And this is like, uh, like obviously it works better if you're self-employed and you kind of like decide what your priorities are but just the whole concept of like I only need to worry about these things right now has been really helpful to me just to narrow it down because I think when you're any kind of entrepreneur you're working for yourself or whatever you just have like an infinite number of things you could be doing so what will happen to me is I will just like sit there and think I could be doing this or this or this or this or this and then I don't do fucking anything because I'm (laughs) overwhelmed (laughs) so Sarah's advice about just narrowing it down to three things and then really breaking down like okay if this is my goal then like what are the projects that I need to do to get closer to that goal and like what are the tasks within that project and then scheduling out like when you're going to do each thing it like really breaks it down so um yeah I've been finding that incredibly helpful and comforting and she uses these cool, like, cute planners with stickers and stuff, if that's your thing. I do everything digitally because I'm such a an asshole perfectionist that, like, if I put a sticker in, like, the wrong place on a page, then I have to, like, throw the whole notebook away. So <laughs> <laughs> I don't 
don't know if anyone can relate to that. So I like to do things digitally, but her methods are really adaptable um, to any kind of format that you want to use. So we can put a link to that on social media so you guys can find her. But yeah, Sarah Cannon is amazing and she's like saving my life right now. That sounds wonderful. I have her channel up. I see a lot of like um, readings of things and I'm looking for the productivity videos you're talking about. Maybe she has a separate channel that's just for that. Okay, well, maybe it, we can put a link in for yeah to the one you like, the quarterly one. I think she um, calls it um, Heart Breathings is like her kind of productivity and like okay. kind of content for authors. Maybe if you search for that. Okay. Well... I have a kid, as you know, and so, um, you know, I think the real challenge that I've been facing, I mean, the first of all, the benefit of my new schedule is that I'm not commuting. So I got an hour back in the morning and I got an hour back in the afternoon. But the problem is my kid is home with me. So um, I don't have any, no longer do I have like any time to like get focused on my own where there's no distractions and no longer do I ever have like guilt-free stretches of time. Like I used to go to work and I'd I feel perfectly great about being in the office for eight hours because she was at school learning things with her friends, living her life, you know, Mm -hmm. and now every moment that I'm not uh, engaged with her, I feel guilty because she's alone. It sucks. So I've, the only way I've managed to squeeze any productivity out at all has been to set aside um, 5.30 till 7.30 in the morning every day. And I'm just working on writing at that time. And that's the only time I'm working on writing is just two hours in the mornings. But I've been getting a ton done during those two hours. I've been using the Forest app on my phone. Mm, to I track. love that. I, I it's love like a forest. Pomodoro timer, but it builds you little trees. It's really fun. Um, so I have like one tree for one project, a palm tree for the beachy project and a pine tree for the Oregon project. And I'm like, you know, I'm like 30,000 words into two different books that I've done that in the last, you know, four months or so. So it's working. If so, it's even though it's only a couple hours a day, and sometimes it's only an hour if I can't get my ass out of bed at five thirty. Um, you know, it's still it's like at least a thousand words a day, and it's still progress. How do you get your ass out of bed at five thirty in the morning? Yeah, by like nine thirty. Oh. oh my god! I fall asleep by like ten thirty, and seven hours will do. You know, I'm such a poor sleeper. Like I just wake up. I so have many times so much in insomnia. I wake yeah. up at three a.m. almost every day. And it takes oh me God. like an hour to go back. It sucks. But that's amazing. And it really does show. I mean, I find this too, even though I'm a full-time writer now. Like, you can't write intensely for, like, too many hours out of no. the day. Like, there's all this other stuff yeah. that you do, like, marketing and planning mm-hmm. and, like, answering your emails and whatever. But as far as the actual creative work, like, there's only really a limited amount of time you can produce that kind of work in. Like, you can't just do it all day, every day. I mean, maybe some people can, but yeah. they're just freaks of nature if I didn't have the day job I could probably squeeze one other two-hour session in later in the day like I could Mm -hmm. probably do two hours in the morning take a break do marketing do publicity do all the things and then later and you know step away from the computer for a few hours because that's the other thing is like you can't be on the computer for 12 hours a day and have creative productivity you have to be able to step away and get natural light and stuff well yeah when everything you do is online it's very difficult to make that happen so that's where you and I have started using the alpha smarts those are good Yes, we love our alpha smarts. If anyone doesn't know what that is, it's like a really dorky uh, word processor Mm -hmm. from like the year 2000. (laughs) You can only get them used now or like refurbished, but it's basically like you can just type into it and it saves your work and then you have to transfer it to your computer later. And it seems so silly, but it really makes a difference. Like just knowing that you can't 
check Twitter or, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, it's a device for only one thing. Because when I bought mine, I remember I was telling my mom about it. And she was like, well, why don't you just turn off the internet on your laptop? Okay, and I was well, like, because I can mom. turn it back on. <laughs> <laughs> and I will. Also, you can only see like three lines that before. Yeah. You can't see the whole screen. So you really just got to plow forward. Yeah, it's very difficult to edit on an Alpha Smart, so it just makes you like go forward uh, inexorably toward your doom. I don't know. I've been having a lot of trouble writing lately, but like I can write garbage faster on my yeah. Alpha Smart, uh-huh. and then it just gets it out of my head. So it's good. So semi-related to um, the productivity of writing, I want to mention the app Ulysses. Oh yeah. yeah. Um, which I've really been liking because I do so much, like, in addition to writing my books, like, writing things for my clients. And I found that it's really nice to be able to, like, store everything that is writing-related in one place. And Ulysses is, like, a very simple word processor. It It's written with, um, is it called Markdown language, where, like, if you want to like yeah. make something italic, there's like a sp- special thing that you like type before and after the word to make it italic. Or if you want it to be a headline, you type this specific thing. So it's like you don't have to stop and highlight it and click the italic button. You can just like go, go, go. And you can add headers and you can also add um, notes to yourself that won't show up in the final exported version if you want to just like put reminders. Um, so it has been pretty helpful for just like being able to dump ideas out of my head without having to like click between multiple apps for a while. I had been like using Google drive for a lot of my freelance things and Google drive is just like a nightmare to look at because you have to like, it's (laughs) it's like finding old documents on Google drive is, it just sucks. So Ulysses has been really great. Um, it also has like a, a great full screen mode. Um, where it just shows like it highlights the line that you're writing and everything else is kind of faded which is um you can still go back to it obviously by like using the arrows to go up and down uh so it's not quite the same as the alpha smart in that way but having it like highlight the active line and sort of fade everything else out really does sort of keep you moving forward which is nice i'm gonna check that out that sounds cool um, but I also, that was not a, one of my planned suggestions that just occurred to me as we were talking about alpha smarts, but I also wanted to talk about how one thing that in my, in the pre pandemic days that I like to do for funsies would just like go to a store and look at all of the things that I could buy, even if I wasn't planning to buy them. That's not really a thing anymore because, mm-hmm. like, going to a store has become basically like a renditions mission. <laughs> so, like, get in, get out, run. Um, so, I've really been enjoying reading The Strategist. It's a New York Magazine's like shopping blog. And they basically, it's just like lists of beautiful things. And they call out when they're on sale and they do like very detailed product reviews. So, it's like, sort of like, it helps that not being able to go to Sephora and look at all the things because you can read about all the things. Mm-hmm. It's pretty amazing. Yeah, because there's something about like you can go on the Sephora site and look at all of the makeup, but it's not the same. It's no, not the same. It's not the same at all. Um, but it is. It has been very enjoyable to read the strategist posts about like things that are on sale and things that are useful, and they do great 
they do great lists of things that you can buy that aren't like those shitty lists that pop up on Twitter all the time where they're just Mm -hmm. like full of junk. Like, um, they have lots of good ideas for solutions for like things to buy to set up your work from home office. And they're like beautiful, nice things. So that's been, it's been very comforting. Yeah, I too miss the like browsing in stores and um, I've been doing a lot of online browsing and shopping, but my big obsession right now is finding the perfect jumpsuit, Mm. like, like a sexy black jumpsuit, but that's like comfortable like pajamas so I could just like wear it around my house even though I'm not going anywhere right now. You make me want jumpsuits. Every time you talk about this I'm like I want jumpsuits. I've never really been into them before but now I'm obsessed with finding the perfect one so I just keep buying them and like sending back the ones that don't please me and I don't feel like I've found the perfect one yet. (laughs) I recently read a post on The Strategist about jumpsuits. I will send (gasps) it to you. (laughs) Oh my god. (laughs) My dreams are coming true. Yeah. I usually buy everything from Universal Standard, but mm-hmm. this is like the one thing that Universal Standard sucks at. Like their one jumpsuit that they sell, it looks like, I don't even know, it looks like something a five-year-old would wear and there's like big pockets on the hips, which I'm like, I don't like, I love my hips, but I don't need like big pockets on them. And like, mm. <laughs> it's, just, it's upsetting to me. Um, so yeah, okay, I'm going to check that out because I'm just going to keep buying them until I find the perfect one. I did buy one the other day that is like black and gray snake print that's like very excellent that I'm definitely keeping and I look forward to wearing you know out in public whenever we're allowed to do that again but it's not the like platonic ideal jumpsuit that I'm seeking Mm. it's like kind of a it's a good one but it's not the one you know understood (laughs) (laughs) I have two different black jumpsuits I wear for author events I'm with you on jumpsuits I love them you just feel like put together. It's like a whole outfit, but it's like pajamas. It's, it is. it's perfect. See, that's how I feel about the perfect, like, slouchy black dress. Mm-hmm. It just, it automatically looks like a look. See, Universal Standard is great for that, but they're letting yes. you down on the jumpsuit front. That's too bad. I know. Someday. Well, I have a thing where <clears throat> I... I guess I've had to sort of give up on being too logistical right now. Like I'm too distracted. I have my daughter here all the time. I have day job. I have a contract gig. I'm too distracted and I'm not doing a lot of like, I'm not very good. Like normally I have my notebook and I'm like writing down all my outlining and I'm very like productivity, but I just don't have it right now. You know what? I think maybe I'm just too distracted or I'm just too anxious or I'm not sleeping enough for whatever reason. So I've been trying to just like embrace the fact that maybe this is like a more artistic time. Like maybe I'm going to be less of my type A self and I'll be a little artsier and I'm just going to forget things right now and it's okay. Like, so I'm trying to not stress about that. So I've been diving into like that book, Big Magic by Elizabeth Gilbert. Oh, love. She really gets into, you know, like trying to refill the well of like love for creativity. Like I've been trying to play the guitar again. I've been like, I bought a bunch of books that I enjoyed when I was a teenager. I was like, let's try to like fall back in love with reading. So I've been trying to forgive myself for not being as much my logistical type A self and just be a little bit more of an artist right now. I don't know. I still feel pretty bad about the fact that I'm not all with my to-do lists and everything. I feel like Lane's ashamed of me. 
No, I'm finding it tough to find that balance because I've been kind of going back and forth through phases like that too, where like one week I'll just be like, I'm just going to read and like think thoughts and whatever. And then like, (laughs) and then other weeks where I'm like scheduling out every minute of my day, trying to figure out like when I'm going to do certain things. It's like, I just keep going back and forth. Like I do one thing for a while and then I switch. I think we all just feel unmoored right now. It's like, we don't know what we're supposed to be doing or what the world's going to look like in a few months or tomorrow or like we're just trying to find our way and I think that can be a good thing ultimately like I'm very curious about how we're gonna look back on this time in human history I mean it kind of depends on what the fuck happens in November right but (laughs) (laughs) it's a big old if (laughs) yeah (laughs) Uh, another thing that's been helping me is okay so everyone knows that like meditation is good for you but like it's really fucking hard for me but who can sit still for that who has time for that still who can do it i like it's really difficult um so i discovered this thing through the the wonder of instagram targeted ads they really know me um (laughs) me too mine are all bras Yeah, Wendy, she, you send me these because it's like it, the Instagram algorithm thinks that you like bras, but like you really like boobs. Yep. It's just confused. <laughs> yeah. Well, anyway, this uh, meditation I've been doing is called Chorus and it is, um, it's like a group meditation class that you do on Zoom. And instead of it being like sitting in silence, the idea of it is um, the person leading the class has a playlist of songs and leads you in a series of like active breathing patterns to the rhythm of Hmm. the music. Cool. It is amazing. That sounds nice. It's really, really cool. And the first time I did it, so like at the beginning of every class, they say like, while you're doing this, you might experience like physical sensations, like you might get really hot or you might get really cold or you might like feel like you're tingling and so the first time I heard that I was like whatever oh my god but like it actually happened like the first time I did it I did have like full body tingling (laughs) it was crazy and awesome that's like that completing the stress cycle yeah your body is like yes yeah I oh, highly, so cool. highly recommend it. You're going to give um, us a link to this? Because yes, that sounds amazing. for sure. They're Yay. based in San Francisco. So all of their classes are on West Coast time. Um, woot, but woot. I, right, it's good for one of us. Um, but I frequently will do one at 9 p.m. during the week. Oh, cool. Um, and it's like, and this, so they have classes that last one hour and they also have a 30 minute version. Uh, the one hour one has some more like woo woo stuff, like journaling and intention setting and the 30 minute one is just like do this breathing meditation stuff and get out but it's been really really nice and it's like so it's just so interesting because it like solves all the things about meditation that never worked for me like the music gives my brain something else to do like it can listen to the music instead of thinking thoughts and the breathing the specific breathing to the music like keeps me very like focused on what I'm doing like in a way that just sitting there trying to focus on breathing doesn't work for me at all. Um, so I definitely recommend checking it out. It's super fun. That sounds fantastic. Cause I have the exact same problem with meditation. My brain just goes like every which way. And then I get really anxious. Yeah. It's like the opposite of the effect that it's yeah. supposed to have. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but yeah, chorus has been really cool. Um, and yeah, you should definitely check it out. I think you cannot take their first class for free to try it. 
So everyone should definitely do that ASAP because it's awesome. Awesome. Well, I had a book I wanted to recommend, which is My Life as a Villainess by Laura Lippman. I have it. I I haven't read it yet. I I love love her so much. So Laura Lippman uh, is a legendary crime fiction author. She's like the boss, right? She's amazing. Um, And she wrote this book of essays that is just very, I don't know, I found it so empowering to read because this is a person who like she's so established in her career. She really knows her shit. She's very confident in who she is. And I just was reading it thinking like, yes, like this is the bad bitch energy that I need in my life. Like she talks about um, beauty standards and giving up dieting and she, like there's some line in there I think I sent it to I you have Wendy. It. I have it right here I okay good because I forgot to bring the book in my little podcasting Hold studio on, I'm pulling it up I have it right in front of me it says uh, what would happen to the economy if women decided we didn't care if men thought we were fuckable <laughs> yeah I read that and I was just like fist pump oh yes amazing I love that such an interesting consideration what would happen to the economy what would we buy if fuckability was not in our minds if we were mm-hmm. just buying things for that pleased us or that we right. needed yeah I don't even not just like what would we buy but, but like how would we conduct ourselves yeah. in business and mm-hmm. in our, uh-huh. our careers and everything if we didn't right care if men thought we were fuckable like that is really so yeah this is like if you want to be you know the unlikable female character in your own life this is the book for you like it's just she's incredible she's like an amazing writer obviously but I found it so inspiring I like want to be her when I grow up I can't wait to read it god you guys now okay $30 okay that's (laughs) what I have spending on this episode so far This is what happens to the economy if we don't care if men think we're fuckable. We buy amazing books and meditation classes and jumpsuits. (laughs) That line made me think so much because it made me think about how many of my decisions are are made based on insecurities around not being attractive in the right ways or not being like physical and personality, you know, Mm -hmm. not conducting myself in the right ways. And when I say right, I mean, according to the world around me and the world around us is a patriarchy. So it's really same thing, you know, and as how are we going to like get older and still feel good? Like she talks a lot about aging. I think she's around 60, a little bit under 60. She has a daughter, my daughter's age, I think. Mm -hmm. She talks a lot about being an old mom, about being old and like kind of freeing herself from our society's expectation that women don't get older. Yeah. And she, there's another line in there where she says that she struggled for a lot of her life with like wanting to lose weight or look a certain way. And then she just like one day kind of decided like, I'm a knockout, I'm sexy. And then it was just true. And that's so like, it really is. It's like a confidence thing and kind of the energy that you embody and you can just choose. And we don't have to wait for men to decide for us about anything. Love it. She is mm-hmm. amazing. Yeah. I think, was it you or Hallie Lane that said if she started a cult, you would join the cult? I said that and yeah. Hallie enthusiastically agreed. I we would absolutely join Laura Lippman's cult anytime. <laughs> 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 all right. So that's all we have. But we would love to hear from our listeners what you are doing to get your shit together, keep your shit together during this time. Like any recommendations you have, things that have been working for you, um, hit us up on social media and let us know. Maybe we'll read some of those out in a future episode. Um, And then Kristen, why don't you tell the people about our amazing newsletter that we're going to be sending out very soon? Yes. So we 
are starting a regular newsletter. We have one that we've sent out a couple of times uh, around our holiday gift guides, but we are starting a regular newsletter. We're going to update you about episodes each month and also provide some extra special, awesome piece of content that was only going to be found in the newsletter. It's going to be very exciting. We're going to blow your minds with, I don't know (laughs) how creative we are. (laughs) Goodness. With goodness, with feminist goodness, with nerdy stuff. It's going to be awesome. And you can sign up for that newsletter on our website, which is unlikablefemalecharacters.com. That's it for this episode of Unlikable Female Characters. Don't forget to subscribe, and you can also follow us on Twitter at UnlikableFCPod for updates, book recommendations, and angry feminist rants. Our website is unlikablefemalecharacters.com, and we're also on Instagram at unlikablefemalecharacters. Thanks for listening.